When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Burt Show. So Christy is dating a guy that wears a wedding ring, but he isn't married? Is it shady or not? We'll get to it here in just a couple of seconds. I think I say this all the time now. Every day when I'm online, I probably ask myself one or two times, what the F is wrong with people? <laughs> one or two? You mean like one or two hundred times? Seriously. Did you guys hear about this woman uh, Thanksgiving weekend that couldn't make it back to the bathroom on her flight? I watched the video. I didn't even see the video. I couldn't even watch it. Couldn't make it back to the bathroom. I don't know if they were going up, going down, whatever, but the flight attendant's like, hey, you can't go to the bathroom right now. She's like, I really got to go. And flight <gasps> oh. attendant is like, I can't. no, you're not allowed to go now. She's like, all right, so I'll just go right here. And you saw the video. She pulled down her pants, starts peeing in the aisle, right? What, what, no, she she didn't start <laughs> doing anything, but she pulled down her, her pants, pulled down her underwear, started squatting right there in the aisle. And everybody's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and then she pulled it back up. And then somebody's like, there's kids on the flight. And she's like, F your kids. Oh, wow. <laughs> Here's the audio. Sorry, everybody. Are you serious? Just the, the initial, play it again, the shock uh-huh. on whoever is taking the, the video. The <gasps> Sorry, everybody. She sits there, she puts her jacket over top. She goes, excuse me. And she puts her jacket over top one chair and then she pulls her pants down and then she braces herself wow. on the other chairs and everybody's like, ah, what are you doing? Really do yeah, she was really 100% going to do it. Gonna do. And I mean, like bare butt to the whole back of the plane. I mean, she was just bare ass right there in the aisle. And the flight attendant was livid. I can't figure out if this kind of craziness has always been going on or we just have phones now. I don't know. I, I think we have video going on. I, yeah. I think maybe you're right. All right, so let's get Christy on because she's wondering if this dude wearing a wedding ring saying that he's not married is shady or not. You're dating a guy. He's wearing a wedding ring and he says he isn't married. <laughs> yes, that is correct. So we've been dating for a few months and, you know, I always ask people, I make sure to cover those grounds so I know he's not married. And then I come to find out that he wears it at work he told his bosses this, and now he wants me to go to his work event, his Christmas party, and pretend that I'm his wife. And I feel like that's a little bit shady. I'm not his wife. We've just been dating for a few months, and I feel like that's so shady. And so I'm trying to figure <laughs> out, is is it shady? Or uh, to me, I feel like that's, that's a little bit of a red flag. Maybe we need to rename this how shady is it. <laughs> <laughs> Why does he feel the need to lie to his boss and fellow em- colleagues that he's married? Why 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 is he been why has he been pretending to be married at work? He I guess he's trying to be up with the guys at work, you know, the higher ups. He works in a more of an executive position. And I guess he feels like because he's not married yet, he needs to, you know, put on some kind of show. But I feel like you don't need to do that. If you're good at your job, it doesn't matter if you're married or not. But now he wants me to pretend to be his wife. Right. And I don't know what to do. Like, it's weird. I think that's so awkward. So this is a real old school, like, um, madman mentality here that if you're mm-hmm. single, you won't be as focused as if you're married. And there's a lot of managers, at least back in the day, that used to think, look, if you're married, I know you're not going to be out. You're going to be focusing on work and focusing on your wife. And if you're single, then who knows where you're going to be and what you're going to be doing. So may, I'm, I'm just throwing that out there. That might be a possibility. Uh, either way, it sounds ridiculous to me. I don't think it's ridiculous. I think it's kind of romantic. What? So in the rom-com. No. <laughs> that was a little. Yeah, it was a- <laughs> No, 
<laughs> hear me we out. need to raise your bar from the floor. Okay. Hear me, hear, hear me out. Hear me out. In the rom-com world, this would be the perfect setup for a fake dating trope book. All my book talk girlies know what I'm talking about, where you start dating this guy, and or maybe you guys were enemies, and you have to fake date for some reason, and you fall in love through the power mm-hmm. of pretending. I think I think it's going to be a cute little Hallmark special. Okay, okay, that's why it's a movie. So let me just go ahead, Abby, and let's just throw it out there, all right? Is there anybody listening that has pretended to be somebody's wife or husband, and then it ended up in a real marriage? One. 855 virtual. My concern, Abby, <laughs> is that he's lying at work. What makes you think he's not going to lie to you? He's lying to progress his career. That's a man who loves a check. And, and, and men never lie to people they date to progress in the bedroom or elsewhere. I, yeah, do what you got to do. I think, Christy, that you need to get a better explanation for him on why he is lying in this situation before you, you can even determine oh, if it's shady or no. not. I have a brilliant yeah, idea, Christy. I think I'm- I think I need to get down to the bottom of it. And then on the other end, what if I do go and pretend to be his wife and say things don't work out? Then I'm thinking, is he just going to show up with a new wife every time <laughs> there's a... No. That's a valid point. I, I, I mean, I really like him, so I'm hoping it goes somewhere, but... Then what happens if I show up and then down the line it doesn't work out? And then does he just keep doing this with a new girl? Mm-hmm. That's Chris- a new wife every time? I I don't know. I think I, yeah, I, I got to get some answers because I, I don't think I'm okay with mm-hmm. it. All right, Christy, <laughs> if you are a good radio soldier, you will do this. Because this is a different type of movie, Abby. It's not a rom-com. Um, so depending on how much you like this guy, where you want to see it going, blah, 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 whatever. Go say, okay, I'll do this. Go to the Christmas party or go to whatever party this is. Go to the party, pretend to be his wife. But then when you're like off without him grabbing like a cocktail shrimp or whatever to one of his um, employees be like I'm not really his wife I'm his mistress because if he can lie you can lie too (laughs) that's one way to get dumped (laughs) at least get a ring out of it here's Jen Uh, well there goes Jen hi Jen that's a good question does does you you have to have a ring right yeah Yeah, you have to get a ring that's Mm -hmm. right yeah (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't. It, it sounds like ridiculousness. It but, does. Um, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it either. Okay, haters. I wouldn't do it either. <laughs> you got to pick that ball up off the ground. <laughs> Seriously. That thing is on the floor. It is dark. <laughs> it's a perfect setup. <laughs> All right, Christy, we'll let you go. We don't. We just think you should avoid this whole thing. It's super except, shady. Except, except, except for Let's go right yeah. in and, and make me, a movie. You let me know how it goes. All right, see you. Hey, y'all, it's Katie here from The Bird Show. Pride unites us all, and so does Atlanta United. That's why I'm giving you the chance to win a spot in The Bird Show's Pride Night Suite in celebration of Pride Month. That's right. Join me and The Bird Show crew on Sunday, June 2nd, as Atlanta United takes on the fierce rival, Charlotte FC, with kickoff at 4.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We need to beat Charlotte, so we will be loud and proud. Believe that. Oh, and by the way, did I mention Atlanta United is giving away a -a one-of-a-kind Pride-inspired towel, plus a $5 donation to Lost and Found Youth, an Atlanta-based nonprofit that provides services to the LGBTQ plus youth, which is included with your Pride Night ticket pack. Remember, to enter for your chance to win a spot in the Bird Show's Pride Night Suite, head over to thebirdshow.com. To guarantee your tickets and Pride Towel, go to atlutd.com and click the Promotional Packs tab for more details. Can't wait to see you all there June 2nd at 4.30 p.m. Together, we are Atlanta. Atlanta United. See you there. If you're looking for somewhere to celebrate, whether it be a birthday or a graduation or anniversary, may I recommend... An Atlanta United match. So my husband and I just celebrated our seventh wedding anniversary. He is a massive Atlanta United fan. So, of course, we decided to go to a match at Mercedes-Benz Stadium and had the best time. I'm telling you, if you're a super fan, if you're a casual fan, going to an Atlanta United match is a great way to celebrate. My husband got to watch a great match, and I got to enjoy delicious wine, and I also may have gone to the team shop and got myself a new sweatshirt. I'm very excited about my new Atlanta United sweatshirt. (laughs) And kudos to Atlanta's fan base, because every time we ride Marta to go down to a match, it is packed full of people wearing their Atlanta United 
related gear. Visit ATLUTD.com for tickets and also for the match schedule. That's ATLUTD.com. Are you looking for excitement in Atlanta? Well, you got it right down the street at Mercedes-Benz. That's where Atlanta United plays. And I've been telling you for years, it's one of the most exciting nights that you will have with your family. Soccer is different. It's just different than going to a football game, baseball game. There is no downtime. I mean, the excitement lasts the entire game at an Atlanta United match. And it doesn't even matter if you're really, really into soccer or not. I'll tell you one way to get into soccer. Just go to one Atlanta United game and you will get caught up in the excitement so much that you'll become a lifelong fan. I'm telling you this right now. I love bringing my son Hollis there. I love bringing his friends there. I know it's going to be a safe family event, and I know I'm going to walk out of there. I got some memories now with my kids. So don't look any further. You got one of the best soccer teams in the country right here in our own backyard, Atlanta United. Just give it one try, Atlanta United. You can always get your tickets at ATLUTD.com. The Bird Show. So, Kristen, I could see the look of concern on your face yesterday. Do you remember what it was for? I do. I don't understand why we're talking about it on the air. What? I don't know. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Go ahead. You're talking about two different things. Oh, we are. Are we? Ooh. Now I'm dying. <laughs> what are you talking, talking about? about? This just got interesting. <laughs> you write yours down. No. Okay. God, I'm nervous. Okay. Right? I'm going to write it on this You know what's going on? No, do you know what's going on? Not a clue. And Bert, when you read hers, I want you to say whether or not no, you're I, willing to talk about it. No, I might not be reading hers at all. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't mean that loud. I just mean tell us if it's something you're willing to talk about or not. Okay. Okay. And the exchange is happening. It's going to be like, oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't yeah. I talk about yeah, that? Yeah, I know. It was the same thing. The same? Uh, yeah, yeah. She's very concerned that I'm saying, like, I'm taking some time off from therapy. No, don't. He's like, I feel so good. I'm like, that's when it gets you. <laughs> All right. So, yes, I just got through a breakup or I'm getting through a breakup right now. I w- a very recent breakup of a seven-year relationship right. where you were engaged. Right. And there was also a child involved as well. Right. Um... Yeah, um, but as I stand here today, I mean, I, I feel like I've told you guys before that I don't do sad for very long. I just don't. Um, That's why you need to go to therapy. <laughs> <laughs> but why force sad when I'm not that sad anymore? I'm not, you're not, you don't have to go to therapy because you are sad, okay? Like, that doesn't have to be the only reason you go to therapy. You got a lot of stuff going on in your life. What do I have going on in my, things have been very exciting. I don't mean to disrespect the relationship I was just in, but I have moved back to an area that is making me and my son super happy. Mm -hmm. I am reacquainted with all these friends that have been waiting to hang out longer. Uh, I just got done traveling with my son also. Things are great here. I really feel very, very good. Awesome. And I'm very, very happy for you. Go and tell your therapist that. Why? Why not? Because she's got opinions that I don't want to hear. (laughs) And that's why. If if there was no real reason. Honestly, it's really not. Um, It's just that what am I going to do? I'm going to sit in there and I'm going to tell her that I feel fine about things that I understand. It's not like I haven't thought about the breakup or what got me to those places. Uh So I've thought about it. I understand it. I have identified some of the things in the relationship that I that I certainly were responsible for um, it not being successful. Mm-hmm. And I will make them again. Now, why do I need to tell some? Why does somebody need to tell me the same thing? I feel like, I, and I, I love that this is the place you're in. I really do. Like, I want my friend to be happy. I want my friend to be content. I want my friend to be in a good place. So because all of this happened rather quickly, I would go ahead and go. It, well, and, it did not happen quick. Which part? The no, no, breakup no, did not no, happen. No, I know the breakup right. didn't happen quickly. So I would I would still go and I would still go and I would tell your therapist that and then at that appointment when you go and be like, Hey, here's my update on my life. This is where I'm at. This is how I'm feeling. And then if you want to schedule an appointment for a month, two months, next year, then do that. So that was my feeling. It's like, I would just want to put it on pause for December and then start going back maybe in January. 
I, I don't mm. see anything wrong with that. I don't. I mean, I've I've had times in my life when I've gone through things that I think other people have looked around me have looked at me and been like, you you need you need some help. And I'm like, I promise I'm fine. Like I'm genuinely fine. But there's also been times in my life when I knew I was lying and I was running from actually sitting in what I was going through. But I know the difference. So mm-hmm. if you're running from something and you know that, I think you should go. But if you genuinely feel fine and it's more, I don't want to say a relief, but it's more that you're you you're you're okay where you are. Then I don't think you need to. Here is the thing with that, uh, is I really feel like I am more at a time right now where I am listening to those little inner lies sometimes you tell yourself, mm-hmm. you know, that you know that they're lies, but you cover them up. Now I'm spending a lot more time by myself at night. I told you, now, those haven't been easy uh, a lot of times sitting there at home by myself, but I've been doing a lot of thinking about it. And I spent some time on vacation thinking about it also. And I'm not lying to myself about anything. This is really where I am. This is really where my heart feels. So I can't see why go for the next couple of weeks if I feel the way I do right now. And I'm not saying go for the next couple of weeks. I'm saying this update is important for your therapist. I would go express everything you just expressed to us. And then I think... Rather than you decide, I don't need to go to therapy, I think that's a decision you and your therapist make together. Yeah, it sounds like you're avoiding the opinions of your therapist. Like you just said, you're afraid of hearing what opinions they might have. That I was joking about. Uh, No, because when I circled back, I said, I already know what she's going to say about the feelings that I'm, I, I've given them to myself. And, and you and I are, are, are in a similar boat when it comes to therapy. So I just had my appointment two weeks ago. I went in, Susan and I had a good chat and I'm like, I'm in, I'm in a really good place right now. My husband and I are having better communication than we ever have. I feel like I have a grasp on work, on life, etc. Like everything feels pretty chill. And so she and I agreed, I'm good till next year. So I don't have another appointment mm-hmm. until January. And that was a decision we came to together. Okay. Mm. Because I have not taken your advice in the past, and I will admit, most of your advice about my relationships has been spot freaking on. <laughs> <laughs> I just love you and I care about you and I I want my friend to be happy and I think you are. I, I really am. I know and I'm 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 I, I love that for you. I think before deciding I don't need therapy anymore. <laughs> I'm you just saying probably... I'm pausing it. I'm not saying I'm not gonna go I'm back. Not. I'm just like in December. I feel good right now. Why yes. don't I just start it back up in January? All right, I will make one last appointment for next week and then I'm done with her. (laughs) (laughs) Regardless. I'm breaking up with her too. I'm breaking up with everybody. The Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. Dior noticed something about the babies of the world. What? Said they got <laughs> dry ass skin. <laughs> Dior has just launched a new luxury skincare line for babies with cracked ass heels. This <laughs> is the most ridiculous thing, this is man. So stupid. This is real, huh? It yes. is a collection yeah. of four products for your babies. Keep them nice and moisturized. Keep that baby baby skin subtle, subtle, su- 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 subtle, supple, supple, subtle, subtle and supple, supple. Confused me too. Yeah. Um, right. Go ahead and have Mo guess how much these four items cost. So, Mo, uh-huh. for a bottle of scented water called Bon Etui, <laughs> how, much you think, how much you think you're shelling out um, for a baby? For a baby of $30. Nope. It's more? Go, go, go up a lot more. A lot more? A lot for more. For scented water? For uh-huh. scented water? <laughs> um, $100. Stop. $230 for scented water called bonnet. Now, listen, (laughs) some babies do have dry ass skin and they are they they are they are dehydrated or need to be hydrated. So you definitely use lotions, but there are lotions. And then for those that have eczema and other stuff, special lotions that come nowhere close 
to this $230 mark. This is asinine and ridiculous. And this comes from a woman that likes designer things and has a designer purse. But at some point in time, you got to put your foot down. And that's putting $230 scented water on your baby's ass. That's (laughs) weird. (laughs) Not even that. Like, scent's really important for moms to bend like bond with their babies, the baby natural scent. Mm. And then also any kind of perfumes, even like essential oils can mess with the baby's endocrine system. So you don't want to put that stuff on your kid. Yeah, Dior. Yeah, I read in the article, Dior had a baby um, perfume line in, in the 70s. Yes. Really? So this new line is a modern take on Dior's original infant perfume line from 1970, <laughs> offering high-end skincare options for infants because they've always wanted it. But that was also when we were riding up front in no car seat. Like they didn't right. know any better. Mm-hmm. We know better now. Yeah, amongst the bonnet is also a pear scented moisturizer for, you guessed it, $115, a $95 cleansing foam for the face, body, and hair, and a $95 cleaning water made with 98% natural origin ingredients. You got to upgrade to the $120 one for 100% natural I, I know pe- pediatric dermatologists are screaming in their cars oh, right sure. now. Do not put this stuff on your baby. Your baby doesn't need it. Your baby's mm-hmm. skin is perfectly, your baby needs water. It, no, your baby doesn't need water. Your baby yeah. needs milk. And then when they get older, water, and that's it. <laughs> you know who I can see buying this though? Paris Hilton. So Paris welcomed a baby into the world mm-hmm. back in January. And she dropped some major news on her family this Thanksgiving when she walked in with a special surprise for them. It was before the turkey. This was like around five o'clock at night and Carter got everyone in the living room. He's like, oh, I have a surprise. Like everyone thought like a magician was coming. Like, so everyone's all excited. Like, okay. And then I walk in just holding like a pink blanket with the baby and everybody was sitting there like, what? (laughs) Everyone was just, they couldn't believe it. It was the best Thanksgiving I've ever had in my life. It's so weird how her voice goes from like that's hot from actual Paris to like her because she says that her that other voice is just she puts it on right. It's a California cadence thing. Well, no, I mean she like the whole that's hot from the simple life mm-hmm. or whatever that was not her real voice like that was just for show. So to hear her voice travel <laughs> back and forth between the two of them is so odd to me. I know I was so confused when I heard the clip. I'm like, is this pair mm-hmm. is this Paris talking about her baby girl? But yeah, she welcomed another baby girl into the world via surrogate and surprise the whole family. I can only imagine how the jaws must have dropped in that room. And her name is London. Oh my God, which is also crazy because in The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody on Disney Channel, back from my day, there's a character modeled after Paris named London. So it's very full circle. The prophecy has been complete. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that. You're You're so excited. I'm getting caught up in your excitement. Anyway, what do Harvard and the University of Florida have in common besides- Nothing. Besides a rigorous academic system and a very (laughs) difficult (laughs) admissions process. Oh, both football teams suck. Oh, oh. Tebow would beg to differ. At least we had a couple winning seasons in, you know, great colors. I look good in blue and orange. But both Harvard and UF announced new courses studying Taylor Swift in 2024. At Harvard, they will be studying a course called Taylor Swift and Her World because we're just living in it. And at UF, there's going to be a course called Musical Storytelling with Taylor Swift and other iconic female artists. I wish I could go back and get my master's degree. It would be amazing. I'm from Florida, not Harvard. Maybe both. <laughs> Why not? Uh, fans think Britney Spears is firing back at Jamie Lynn after some comments she made on a reality show. It's on your next eBuzz on The Burt Show. The Burt Show. Does a straw have one or two holes? Two. 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 One. Um, it's got one hole. Two. It's one because you continuously see through it. Somebody said something really profound on Married at First Sight about this question. And it's like, think about your mouth hole and your butthole. Two different holes. Oh, yeah. It's not just one big hole. Yeah. It's and two different holes. Yeah. They're connected. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> that might have effectively changed my answer. Shout out to reality TV. Um, in a new survey where they ask a whole bunch of these questions that people normally argue over, like is Die Hard a Christmas movie, which clearly it is not. It is. It is. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> or is a hot dog a sandwich? It's not. It's a hot dog. It's a taco. Eighty-one uh, percent <laughs> said no. It's not. Uh, die Hard. Fifty-five uh, percent said no. Um, as far as the straw goes, sixty-one percent said one. Thirty-nine percent said two holes. And science, according to science, there is an actual answer. Oh. oh. 
I bet it's something stupid, like zero holes. No, it's one. It is one? One hole. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, so you were right. Because if you like squish it flat, then it's one hole. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> well, your comment about mouth holes and the other holes, I mean, that makes sense yeah, too. But if you close both holes, you've closed two holes. But no, if you, you close one it. hole, then you have one hole. But then if you open it up, you now have a second hole. Oh, that's, that's yeah, true. That is true. <laughs> is oh. cereal soup? No. 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 It's only 6% said yes. Cereal killers said yes. Uh, <laughs> he didn't even acknowledge it. His eyes flickered and he's like, no. <laughs> he, he literally shook the joke off. <laughs> Not today, Satan. He literally, it was like a pitcher calling off a catcher. And is it okay to wear socks with sandals? No. Yeah, 57% still say no. Anyway. Some men can pull it off. Who? There are some men who can pull it off, but not many. Okay. Name one. Jesus. Uh, yeah. he, he didn't wear socks. But he could pull it off. He had to wash people's feet. He wasn't wearing socks. Are you talking about slides or like the yeah. sandals where you're, that, that little thing goes in between? That's different. That's, That's different. a flip-flop. That That's not different. a sandal. It's a sandal. Jesus didn't have slides. It's a flip-flop a sandal. <laughs> it's a flip-flop a sandal. Everyone knows Jesus wore Birkenstocks. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the dumbest show in America. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In this email, is she overreacting? She just wanted a little support from her man. Her grandmother was sick. He had one job and he couldn't even do that right. Now she doesn't trust him at all. Hey, Bird Show fam. I need your opinions on whether or not I'm overreacting to the situation because I'm in a sensitive state or if I'm in the right to react this way. My husband and I have been together for almost seven years now and we have a two and a three-year-old. Over the weekend, my grandmother had an accident and was placed on life support. I flew out to see her in another state because I wanted to make sure I said goodbye since I didn't get to see my grandfather, her husband, before he passed. That's sad. I specifically asked my husband if he'd stay home from, from work for one day so he can be with the kids since my mom is under the weather and was already watching my sister's son before I booked the flight and he said he would. So I leave. Go say bye to my grandmother. And she passed Monday morning. All I wanted to do was FaceTime my kids because I just needed some glimpse of happiness in my time of pain, and he wouldn't answer the phone. I called, sent messages via text and Snapchat, no response. I asked where he and the kids were and how they were doing, and he just said that they were fine. All the responses were very short. So I started to get suspicious. I arrived home late Monday night after they were sleeping, and as I go to change their diapers, I see someone had written their names on their diapers so they can know which size went to which kid. It was at that moment I knew that he had taken them somewhere so he could go to work. I confronted him, and he kept denying it and saying he was the one that wrote their names because I left them a mess in my drawer as if he didn't know his own kid's diaper size. We went back and forth, and he kept denying it. Eventually, he gave in and said that he dropped them off with his brother and his brother's girlfriend to watch them so he could go to work. I'm furious! <laughs> it was in all caps at exclamations. His excuse was that he told his supervisor that he couldn't come in and they denied his request. What kind of employer denies a one-day absence for a death in the family? I honestly don't think he even asked. I just feel like time and time again, he chooses his work over his family. My grandmother was dying in a hospital bed and he was lying to me about where my kids were and he can't even admit that he was in the wrong or even that he lied to me. He's just trying to justify it by saying he didn't want to add more stress even though I was in a near panic wondering where my kids were for almost 24 hours. I said some things I shouldn't have in my anger and told him to go stay with his brother since he does so many favors for him. I know I shouldn't have and I'm wrong for that and now it seems like he just might and I honestly don't know how I feel about it. I'm just very confused and in a lot of pain. I feel betrayed and like I can't trust him to tell me where our kids are. I know it wasn't right to say some of the things I said, but I don't know where or who my kids were with for an entire day. Why didn't he just say that from the beginning instead of lying about it and then doubling down when I asked him about it? I just don't know what to do. Please help, Bircho. You just need to both sit down and just say sorry. You both done messed up. He messed up real bad. Yeah, I did. And then we're not exactly sure what it is you said, but you already know that what came out of your mouth you don't mean and it was hurtful. So just sit down and apologize and talk it out and move on, damn it.
Yeah, you had a <laughs> we could end it there. Yeah, you, you had a human reaction to something stupid that he did. I agree. You just need to talk it out. Like I don't think this is something you need to blow up your relationship over. I just think you need to be explicitly clear about how this is this has crossed a boundary for you mm-hmm. and he needs to know that so he doesn't do it again moving forward. Yeah, I don't think kicking him out the house is the right way to handle it at all. I mean, that's just going to make it worse. But at the end of the day, he did lie. That was mm-hmm. wrong. And I think you do sit him down and let him know that that can't happen in the future. Not only lie, but double down about it. Well, sometimes we just get our ego so wrapped up in it. Like, you don't want to say sorry. You don't want to say sorry. And you guys are married. You're a team. Say sorry and get over it. Move on, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. You're not wrong. <laughs> hey, Kaylee. Well, I have, I have a theory on why he lied. Because either way, it was going to be a fight. If it was honest, she wasn't going to be happy. So he thought if he could lie, he might not have to deal with her being mad about the truth. Yeah, that's a great guy mentality that's gotten me in trouble every single time. <laughs> well, I think it depends time. on that's the, definition the significant of how to make other. It, mm-hmm. it depends on how hot and heavy the significant other gets about s- s- certain things. You were, sometimes about, <laughs> you were about to say stupid things. This is not stupid. <laughs> You're right. I was about to say <laughs> stupid things. <laughs> the Burt Show. I made my wife... Uh, I pissed her off twice within like a 12 hour period, and it was all about food. Only twice in 12. Yeah. No, it's a record. Yeah, no, it's pretty. It's a record low. It's a record low, actually. Yeah. Um, So we had a, uh, after Thanksgiving, we had a post. My wife decided to have a post Friendsgiving, you know, because every, all the neighbors had all this extra food. Mm -hmm. We had extra food. So why not invite a bunch of our friends over that live in our neighborhood and their kids? And just have like a big potluck or whatever. It's great so, idea. Um, my wife was a little bummed on Thanksgiving because my mom showed up. She had a, she was very sweet. She ordered a pie. It was a pumpkin pie, but uh, from I don't even know where. But when my wife went to eat it, it was very soupy. Mm-hmm. So she was very disappointed. We didn't have at our house on Thanksgiving a ton of dessert. Actually, that pie, the soupy pumpkin pie, was the big letdown because that was all we had for dessert. And my mom had already left, so she was really bummed about that. So on Friday, when we had the big Friendsgiving, some people brought over some pecan pies, and I guess my wife was very excited about that. I didn't know that until later on in the evening when the first offense occurred. So we have tons of people at our house. There are two pecan pies, one from Cracker Barrel, apparently. Oh, no. Which I'm not paying attention as to what pie, like where these things were from. And then there was a more expensive, high-end pecan pie. Now, my wife eats about as slow as the speed of smell. Like, literally, (laughs) you will be done with your food, had dessert, and in bed, and she is still pecking at the same plate of food. Okay. Okay. So the I'm just establishing a, a baseline. These are like the things you found adorable years ago. No, I now. never found that adorable. Okay. <laughs> I, I, like, I really find it quite annoying. Are you always like the last table to leave a restaurant? Well, she's normally packing it up because I'm like, I mean, really? What are we doing here? Well, You're it, the only one. Isn't Bart the same way? I mean, when we go out to dinner, it takes him forever to order to off the order. menu. He's not a slow eater. Okay. But he is a very, <laughs> very uh, slow fair. orderer. It was so uncomfortable. We were all at a restaurant and, and Bert was there and the and the server came over and he was trying to choose a beer. Like, we weren't even at food. He's just choosing a beer. And we're all just sitting there in silence. And, and Bert looks at me and I'm like, this, this is how it is. And my my husband doesn't care. He will take as long as it needs to take because he's going to make an educated decision and well, he's going to get what he wants. If we really want to kill a whole bunch of time, we'll get my wife oh. and we'll all get together. And between the ordering and the eating, we'll be there till close. So, you know, the night is continuing and I'm like, I'm trying to clean as things are going on because I don't want everyone to leave and then we have to spend two hours cleaning. So people are leaving their plates with their partially eaten food and I'm picking stuff up and I'm throwing it away and I go to the counter and there is... It looks like a bunch of slop on a plate and I guess it's pecan pie. That was Cracker Barrel, I'm sure. (laughs) No, it wasn't, Bert. And I picked it up and I threw it in the trash can because no one was standing by it and then my wife, like two minutes later, comes in and goes... 
where's my pecan pie? <laughs> oh, no. And I go, oh, no. <laughs> and apparently I'm notorious for throwing yeah. away her food. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that was your pecan pie? <laughs> and... And I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. I threw it away. But there is a whole nother pecan pie right there. She goes, that's Cracker Barrel. (laughs) (laughs) And I go, so what's the difference? She's like, that other pie, the last of that pie, was like a $50 pie. And I was looking forward to finishing that. I'm like, when, next year? <laughs> like, I'm trying to clean here. So first, she's mad. Okay. Like, so I mean, the whole oh, night. So instead of apologizing. I did. I said, I'm sorry for throwing away your pie. I just thought it was uneaten slop that was on a plate. <laughs> and it's just, well, two things can be true. Yes. And I'm talking that when I'm in bed later on, she's like, you threw away. <laughs> she couldn't get over My it. <laughs> freaking pecan pie. I feel bad. Okay, so big offense. She, and she was mad the whole next day. So we go to a, <laughs> so we go to a friend's house the next day in the evening, and we're sitting around a fire pit, and it's like 9 o'clock at night, and I'm like, I'm hungry. And so I get on Uber Eats, and I'm like, I think I'm in the mood for some chicken wings. And I'm going through, and we're all sitting around a fire, and 10 minutes she knew I was looking at a menu for food. She didn't say, hey. I'm, I'm order me something. Let me see the menu. And so after uh, 10, 12 minutes, I just placed the order. Without asking. You didn't ask him? Hey, Lee. dumbass. What did you say? Oh, come on, fam. <laughs> I'm like, you know what I'm doing. Chime in if you're no, hungry. No, no, no. <laughs> Right. If you're ordering, of course you're going to say, hey, I'm ordering blank. You want something? Well, you should have just said Hooters doesn't have pecan pie. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if my wife was placing an order and looking for food and I was hungry, I would say, babe, can I... Can I see the menu? No, she would say, hey, I'm ordering something. Do you want something? I mean, she, I know she's ordering something. She knew I was ordering something. <laughs> you got to take this L, big dog. <laughs> <laughs> the Burt Show. One of us has been asked to be on a very prominent national podcast, but it is a scam or not. We'll get into it here in just one second. Kaylee mentioned something just a couple of seconds ago, and I want to get your take on it. When you're having a party, or if it's Thanksgiving, or if it's Christmas, or what have you, right? There's all sorts of dishes and cleanup to be done. Do you clean it up when the people are there, or do you wait until everybody's gone and then do it? Because he said he likes to do it while people are there. And I always like, you know what? I'm just going to deal with it when everybody's gone. We, we deal with it after everybody's gone. Everybody's gone. I deal with it the next day. The next day. It stays out overnight. I ain't messing with it. And the philosophy here is like, you got people in your house, you're hanging out, yeah. right? I want to enjoy my company. Okay. But it's, I'm too fat and lazy to move. <laughs> <laughs> I do it while everybody is there, while it's going on. Oh, which, yeah. Which I get from my mother. Really? Uh-huh. Huh. I do it while everyone's there because then normally people feel guilty and uh, want to help you clean up. So, hands. yeah, like oh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tidy up just a little bit. Oh, let me help, let me help. Oh, uh, no, it's smart. okay. That's yeah, smart. Mm-hmm. All right, so tell us about this national podcast that is or is not happening. I, I'm like, no way this can be real. I got this email and I'm like, no way this can be real. Why would they want me to be on their podcast? It makes Zero sense. I don't even know what the podcast is, and I agree. Right? Thank you. (laughs) Wholeheartedly. Um, So I get this email. Dear Kristen Klingshern. First first and last name. First, my name is huge. It's spelled correctly. K-R-I-S-T-I-N. They didn't put Klingshim like most people do. They put the R in the N. It It was done correctly. And then it goes to say, I represent Joe Budden Management. All right now, so for those that don't know who Joe Budden is, He's, he has an urban podcast, which is pretty much the number one urban podcast in the country. Yeah, he's just all in. I mean, this guy is as honest as he sees it uh, as it gets. Yeah. very real. It, mm-hmm. He's 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 very often going viral. His clips go viral. All he's the got time. a very prominent podcast. Would you say it's almost like Joe Rogan for the urban world? Um. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a, that's that's a good comparison. I don't think he goes as far, but I think that's a good comparison. Okay. But again, like this is a urban podcast, and I'm over here like the basic of all white girls. Like <laughs> I have no idea why they would want me to be on this podcast. You know what I mean? So 
it goes on to say, um, during the podcast session, we'll delve into aspects of life, including its challenges and triumphs, the joys of pursuing your passions, which is, you know, across, you know, all colors and all people, uh, captivating stories crafted by authors and writers, etc. to show your appreciate to show our appreciation. Uh, they offer compensation to come on said podcast. Um, and then they offer some times, some dates and some times. This would be a huge compliment. Yeah. That he would be like, hey, white girl, <laughs> we need your perspective on uh, and represent the white community. Yeah. It would be a huge compliment. Very big. But this is such a huge platform. And I'm just like, I, I'm, I'm very much like, not understanding why I would be reached out to. Well, I mean, you've been doing radio for how long? 20 years. And you've been on very successful morning shows? I have. You're very credible. Not counting this one, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end, it goes, we would be delighted to have your presence in our podcast. Please feel free to bring along any questions or ideas. Best regards, Joe Budden. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> so I get this. And because Mo is familiar with Joe Budden and his podcast, and you listen to the podcast, I forwarded it to Mo. And I go, no way this is real, right? And your reaction well, because you guys said that it would be such a big compliment, and it would be, I, I didn't know exactly how to react because I didn't want to insult you by saying, I don't think that can be real. Right, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know exactly how to handle that. But I thought this, this random... But what made you think it wasn't? I just don't know Joe to do anything like that. He's, he's um, if you know anything about Joe, he he's, he's doesn't care about other people's opinions at all. Like, I feel like his guests are very intentional. Yes. If but, you have a guest on, it's very intentional. Why would some random chick in Georgia be asked to join Joe Budden's podcast? It made no sense to me. It wouldn't be surprising that it's Kristen. It would just be surprising that it's anyone because that's a part of his whole thing is I don't care what y'all think. When he does have guests, he always says I don't have guests often for a reason, and it's usually because I don't care about how they feel about things. Like, that's just not his thing. He's very much a narcissist, and he's only into his own opinion. He doesn't care about what other people feel. Maybe it was like a dinner with schmucks kind of invitation. <laughs> I was also worried about I, I thought I was getting set up. Like, I really did. And so, yeah, Mo, he responded back. He goes, I'll try to find out more information because that seems hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you guys have confirmation that it, I mean, well, Joe himself is probably not going to no, send that out. It's his That's management. For sure, right? So, but this, I mean, this was at the beginning of November, but you and he, Mo has not told me yet. <laughs> you figured it out. I did. I did. I did some digging as promised. And I've, um, I've known people who are affiliated with Joe for years. And so I, I knew exactly who to reach out to. And when I reached out initially, he didn't know. But he called me back while I was on vacation. Not only did he give me the answer to what this is about, he gave me the link to uh, a podcast that Joe has done where he confirms that this is exactly what this is about. So there's good news and bad news. Oh, the, Jesus, what? The, <laughs> the bad news is, no, this is not actually from someone who is officially a part of Joe Budden's team. I knew it. The good news is the person who is doing this created this as a means of reaching out to all of the women in podcasting who he believes is a quote unquote baddie. This is a baddie list. You are okay. on the baddie list. Shut up. So this may not be from Joe's team, but you are indeed a baddie, Kristen. So what Whoa. does being on the baddie list get her, though? It's, well, golly gee, I'm so flattered. It, it, is, it is literally a guy that Joe has asked to stop, but apparently he's a, <laughs> he is a fan of the Joe Button podcast, and he's created a list of literally, it's called the baddie list, of all of the women in radio who he believes are attractive, and he sends this out in hopes that they will respond, and he tries to build a panel of baddies to speak to about radio. Has he not seen our Facebook videos? <laughs> <laughs> now, are you saying baddie like B-A-D or baddie like badass crazy? No, baddie. B-A-D-D-I-E. Because I'm thinking the latter. I'm a, I'm a little both. I'm a little both. <laughs> the Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. Fans think Britney Spears is firing shots at Jamie Lynn. Pew, pew. So Jamie Lynn is on. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. And if you've never seen it, it's kind of like 
watered down survivor, but for D-list celebs. And so Jamie Lynn has been speaking a lot about her relationship with Britney. And she mentioned that while they're on good terms, their family can throw down like no other. So yesterday, Britney ended up posting on Instagram, seemingly in response to this, where she posted a clip from the movie Aristocats from Disney. If you've ever seen it, it's like a cute little animated film with little kitties. And it's a scene where one of the cats says, ladies do not start fights, but they can finish them. Hmm. Implying that Jamie has always been the one to provoke Britney and not the other way around. Somebody explained this to me the other day. Um, The way that sisters can be brutally honest with each other and piss each other off and then be perfectly good friends right after that and be sisterly is very different than any other relationship. Uh, we talked about this with, with the latest Kardashian fight between Kim and Courtney because some of the things that were said were just, oh, I mean, they felt just heinous, but they they make amends. Do brothers do this also or is this mostly a sister-sister thing. I think it's a sister-sister thing. That's what I heard. Yeah, because I have an older brother, and I feel like our fights were more physical. Like, I feel like we were throwing hands. We were chasing each other with knives. It was it was a dangerous situation, but not verbally. Yeah, I, I, I wish Jamie Lynn would just stop speaking, saying anything about Britney, because I think she knows she gets attention, which you need when you do a show like that, because she didn't last very long on Dancing with the Stars, and so she's she's trying to hold on to her, her slivers of fame. Um, I think she also said something, too. She disclosed about how Britney felt when she lost breaks, you know, um, artist... Uh, what is that new artist of the year at the Grammys years ago to Christina Aguilera, whatever. And there's just things she's bringing up that don't need to be brought up. And then I had this like thought of like, we have a lot of empathy for Britney Spears, obviously because of like the conservatorship, but even prior to that, Britney wasn't the only one who grew up with an alcoholic father. Mm. So did Jamie Lynn. So she has trauma in her past as well. And I don't feel like people, she's definitely done Britney wrong in a lot of ways, but I feel like she doesn't get as much grace, even though she was in the same dysfunctional household. Yeah, I feel bad for her, too, because, I mean, growing up, I, it was a huge deal to get knocked up at 17 yeah. back when she yeah. did. And then, I mean, I know that she's denied that her pregnancy was the reason that Zoe 101 ended. But I think it was pretty obvious that that was the reason probably why it ended. And so for your career to end at such a young age and then for you ha- to have to grow up and raise a kid. And I was thinking, you know, it's kind of sad that she has to do like Dancing with the Stars and I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. But in her mind, she's probably like, well, this is a check. And I kind of lost a lot of my opportunities for any kind of career and advancement in the entertainment industry. Um, So, yeah, I do really feel for her. Okay, there's an NFL player that has decided to learn sign language so that he can stop getting penalties for trash-talking other opponents. I take (laughs) ASL now on my off days, uh, American Sign Language. I mean, I kept getting flags for my mouthing, so... Got to sign my uh, talking now. That's what I got to do man, to keep myself busy. That's one that's, way out of it. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Oh, because uh, if the other person doesn't know it's, you know, do the signs, no sign language, then it's not really effective. It, it's effective for him because he knows what he's saying and he's getting it off his chest without having to yell it and getting the penalty. But, but you're right because that's the whole point of talking is to like distract the other yeah, player and get right. into their head. And you can't do that if they don't know what But no, but think about the other player. Like you sign something and he doesn't know what you signed. That's oh. another way of getting into his head. Like, yeah, it's like when you're getting a manicure and a pedicure and you know that they're talking about you, but you're not exactly sure and you start wondering. You're right. That yeah. will get in your head. Uh-huh. He's like, fair. what are you doing? Playing rock, paper, scissors? Like, what's going on over there? Uh, but yeah, that's one way to get your anger out. Okay, K-pop group Blackpink was honored by King Charles III in the UK last week. Though This is very cool. They were awarded for an outstanding achievement slash service to the community with something called Members of the Order of the British Empire. And the King Charles even went one step farther by playing a cover of one of their songs outside Buckingham Palace. You say they got honored with becoming members of the Order of the British Empire? Yeah. Huh. That's like what knights are. Like when you get knighted. Yeah. Like sir or dame. Mm-hmm. Those are the highest levels of the <laughs> members of the Order of the British Empire. So what do you get? Do you get like 
for it. Do you get free stuff? You get the title. <laughs> you get to be called Knight and Sir, like Sir Anthony Hopkins. Do you get to run red lights? <laughs> what do you get? Yeah, you can. You can run a red light and say the queen said it was fine. Can you eat a Cracker Barrel for free? They don't have Cracker Barrel in the UK. <laughs> they, they should. Yeah. <laughs> for more stories, head to thebirdshow.com. Click eBuzz. All right, what's going on? Oh, yeah, the drunk principal. Yep. Um, yeah, so this dude, <laughs> the principal, start to drink. Uh, you know, do what you want on your own time. But the principal was drinking at school events, and she saw it, and she's like, "This, I got kids here. There are parents here. Should I narc on this guy or not? Next on The Bird Show. The Bird Show. All right, so, you know, if the principal drinking on her or his own time, ain't no problem with that. But when they start drinking at school-sponsored events, and you got parents around, and you got kids around, you start to ask yourself, okay, is should I knock? Should I knock or should I not knock? Good morning, Rachel. Hi. Hello. Hey. All right, so what's, uh, going, on? what's going on with the principal here? <laughs> Well, so my husband is a middle school coach and teacher, um, and the couple weeks ago, I went to um, one of his games, which I don't go to a lot because they're kind of painful, um, <laughs> as, as middle school sports are, but um, I went to a game, and I was there with uh, his principal and a few other coworkers, Um but the principal and, like, a couple of the coworkers, we all hang out, like, outside of the school, um, do, like, happy hours, dinner parties, that kind of stuff. So you kind of know what they're like when they've been drinking. Um, and at the game, I noticed a smell. And at first, I didn't know where it was coming from. It kind of smelled like hand sanitizer or that, like, I thought maybe one of the parents went to happy hour beforehand or something, you know. But... Um, as I started to, you know, sit there as the game went on, um, noticed that the principal had two cups, two different cups, one clear, one not clear, um, and just kind of started acting the way she does when she's been drinking. So, which is, you know, um, louder. She kind of, she gets in your face a little bit, not like aggressively, but like she becomes a face talker. Oh, close uh, talker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So basically, I just don't know if I should bring this up to my husband because he is mm. close to her as like, probably like a B-level friend. I'd say not a top tier, but definitely a, a B-level friend. But I also don't want to like stir the pot at all um, with him and his job. and Sure people at school so well you know teachers and principals are leaving the industry at such an incredible rate that i think that they should be allowed to drink no. around the kids <laughs> on campus okay maybe they have a little more patience to stick around in this industry i'm pretty sure bert's kidding i'm like 98 percent sure bert's kidding um no man you need to talk to your husband about this she's on school property she's at a school function like she shouldn't be yeah. drinking yeah. And that, yeah. Like around the kids. Like it'd be one thing if she was out and happened to run into kids somewhere or families. But if you're on school property, if you're at a school sanctioned function, which all athletics are, you have no yeah. you have no business drinking. Yeah, you got to say something. I mean, you at least have to say something to your husband. If I were in your shoes, that's what I would do. Let my husband take it wherever he feels like he needs to go after that. But I would say something to my husband. I don't know. I would be nervous if I said something to my husband to say something to her that his job might be at risk. Honestly, I would even go one step farther, maybe go to whoever's above her and just be like, hey, I noticed this behavior. You might want to have a little chit chat. That would be the superintendent. I wouldn't have him say anything to her, though. But I think he needs to be made aware if he is at his games, Mm -hmm. the principal is potentially intoxicated. And I don't think that there are any secrets, Abby. So I think even if you go around the principal to the superintendent or whomever, it gets back somehow. It trickles down to him and he's still going to take heat for it. I, I think I'm probably with Kristen here where you at least got to let him know about it and then make a decision together as a couple, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's probably what I'll do. <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, I know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, right. it's, 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 a, it's an uncomfortable situation to be in. And I'm sure yeah. if you noticed, other people noticed. Yeah, I mean, that's true. She did talk to a few parents, so that's where I'm like, maybe she should just know that People could tell. But you're sure about that? Like you're not just assuming it because it, I mean, it's a, Mm -hmm. that's a, they're going to lose their job over something like that. Or 
they're going to be forced in to make some real hard decisions or be forced into treatment. So, you know, if you, I'm not yeah. saying don't do it. I'm just saying you got to know for certain, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm like 99% sure just because I know what she's like when she has been drinking. Hmm. Especially with her having the fast food cups like at the game. I mean, you you taking it to another level. Yeah, that's getting reckless right mm-hmm. there. That's a real problem. You could at least put it in a Stanley or something. I mean, come on. Right? A water bottle that's trick for back in the day. Well. <laughs> How do you yeah. think your husband will react to this? Probably nonchalantly. Yeah, just like, yeah. think he'll bury it also? Uh, he, yeah, I think he'll probably just ignore it for now until he, unless he sees it again. Yeah. So. Us guys, we're good at doing that. I don't know know what the big deal is. (laughs) (laughs) As long as she wasn't streaking on the field. She's not puking around the kids. Everything's good. All right, Rachel, thank you. Appreciate you calling. Thanks. It's a Thanks for listening. Get more Bird Show fix at thebirdshow.com or follow us on social media at The Bird Show.